Success, however you define what success looks like for you, absolutely needs a financial plan in motion. If you have no plan, then what is likely to happen, you're going to be going round and round in circles and you're never going to get to where you wish to get to. I've been asked several times in the 27 plus years of running my business is how does one go about producing an effective financial plan for a business? And in this week's I Hate Numbers podcast, I'm going to share that with you. I'm going to share five key steps that you need to go through in order to produce that effective, robust financial plan that's going to help you power your business forward. You're listening to the I Hate Numbers podcast with Mahmood Reza. The I Hate Numbers podcast mission is to help your business survive and thrive by you better understanding and connecting with your numbers. Number loving care is what it's about. Tune in every week. Now here's your host, Mahmood Reza. Hi folks, welcome to another weekly episode of I Hate Numbers. This is the podcast that's there to increase your financial awareness, help you win more battles than you lose for what goes on between your earlobes, help your business make more profits, save tax and time. What a wonderful combination that is. My name is Mahmood and I'm an accountant and business finance coach and proud author of the book I Hate Numbers. I run two main businesses. I run an accounting firm called I Hate Numbers and a financial storytelling platform called Numbers Know How. Links in the show notes at the end if you care to check those out. Let's crack on with the podcast. Now, step number one is attitude. For me, attitude means different things to different people. We hear attitude, we might think of anger, happiness, sadness, whether we take things seriously or whether we take them lightly. Your attitude, your mindset to the future, to what goes on through the windscreen of your business is paramount. Your aspirations, your motivation is driven by your attitude to your business and to those around you. And what we love after is we're after a good, strong attitude, a good, strong, positive outlook, a belief in yourself and a look beyond the next two or three weeks. Applying a good, strong attitude in your business when those times are tough, when things take the hurly-burly, is certainly going to require your attitude to be at the top level. Now, I'm not talking about elite sports people here, but we need to make sure that we have a belief in ourselves. We need to make sure that when we look ahead to the future, we don't start planning based on restrictions at our first thought process. So when you're doing an effective financial plan, you do not say, oh, I can't afford to do this. This is not going to happen. Once those doubts seep into your mind, once those doubts and restrictions creep in, you're not going to shape the business that you deserve. You've got to have the right attitude to look ahead. You mustn't be too overwhelmed with what might lie ahead. If you go too much into your financial plan and you start putting barriers up, start putting objections up, start getting overwhelmed by it all, understandable that it may be, it will not be a good look for you. Go there with a positive can-do attitude, self-belief, resilience will be your best friend. Having dealt with attitude, and we've summarised it at this stage, the next key step is about having a northern star, what you might normally call a goal or an objective. A goal without a plan is merely going to be a wish. So you need to have an end point first in your financial planning. Now, this may sound counterintuitive, 
a lot of people I know will start from where they are and start to build a plan up. That's the wrong way, in my opinion, of looking at it. Think about where you want to end up. What does your future look like in 12 months' time, in two years' time, in three years' time? So typically, with clients that I work with on a one-to-one basis, we start off by actually trying to articulate and visualize where that end point will take them. What does it look like? Now, it's important at this point, folks, is not to think about your northern star, your objective, your goals as wishy-washy things. You've got to be able to articulate them. You've got to be able to describe them. You've got to be able to see what they look like. And you've got to be able to quantify them. The acronym SMART is commonly used to describe those objectives. And those objectives, by the way, can be both personal and business. They need to be combined. Now, the SMART acronym is a good framework to use when you think about setting your objectives. And they stand for being specific, being clear with what your objectives are. Measure them. Can you actually track what you implement. The A is acceptable. Is it acceptable to you? Is it has a tinge of realism with what you can actually achieve? Now, this is not me defining a limit of realism, but be realistic with the capacity that you've got, the risk appetite you adopt, the time that you have. So if you wish to conquer the world, maybe 12 months might be a little bit ambitious. Three years, five years from now, conquering the world may be more realistic. Relevant. Is it related to your business outlook, your business vision? And time-bound, you're setting deadlines that are reasonable. So, for example, financial objectives are absolutely key to any business, whatever type of business you have, whether it's a social enterprise, a private business, whether you've got a charity, profit-making financial goals have to seep in there. So you may decide to say, instead of, I wish to be rich, I wish to be profitable, you need to translate that into a specific number. So it may be that you set yourself a target profit of £100,000, and that's something that's clear, that's definable, you can look at it. Now, whether that is realistic in the context of where you start from, that's for you to decide. Now, having looked at our attitude, having examined the goals that we want for our business, our northern star, what is step number three? Well, step number three is the story. Now, typically when I'm working with clients on a one-to-one basis, we don't even start with the actual financials at the beginning. The financials come later. The financials reflect the activity, the journey you're going to be undertaking. So we visualize and imagine a holiday that we're going on. We have our destination in mind. We're then going to plan the route as to how we're going to get there. We may think in terms of the pit stops that we take. We're going to be thinking about what we need to take on our journey with us to make it more enjoyable. We're going to think about the obstacles, the the road closures or the train stops to avoid. And we're going to clear a path. Have your stories to start with. So once you've defined what your endpoint looks like, what your objectives are, you can then figure out the route you need to take to actually get there. So what does that require in terms of skills and competencies that you've got to acquire? What does that require in terms of marketing activity? And it's no point just saying, oh, I've got to do some social media marketing. What does it actually look like? What type of marketing will you be going through? And remember, it doesn't have to be too detailed. And it's absolutely critical, folks. You mustn't start putting obstructions in your way. So many people that I work with, they might say, well, I can't afford to do X and I can't afford to do Y. I'm not sure if I can take somebody on. Well, those answers, those postulations that you're looking at will be addressed once your story comes together. So think about what does the story look like? What's the journey you have to undertake? What's the activities that you have to do? And think big picture to begin with, folks. 
don't worry too much about the anal detail at this first step. So once you've got your story path, you know, the resources that you need, the marketing activities that you've got to invest in, perhaps recruiting additional staff, items of equipment, how do you connect with those customers that you've identified? How do you actually get to your end goal? Having looked at the first three steps, attitude, goals, and story, we can then think about the last two steps involved. Step number four is now the numbers. We're going to be translating our numbers from the activity plan that we've laid out. Now, notice the activity plan, by the way, hasn't got any financials in there at this stage. We're not thinking, oh, we can't afford to do X. We can't afford to do Y. You need to think in terms of what is it I need to do in order to get to that end objective. If we're going to have another analogy, another example, think about if you have an idea of getting to a certain target weight, certain target fitness, if you're going to participate just in, say, an event. If you're going to run a 5K distance and you've got a target of doing that in a certain level of time, then you've got to think about the exercise you've got to do. You're going to think about what you've got to do by way of diet in order to put yourself in a position where you can run 5K within a certain target time. Now, you're not going to stop and start and think, oh, I can't do this. You think about what you need to do to get to that end point. And it's the same with your business financial plan. Think about the activities and then translate that. And at this stage, by the way, do not start saying, oh, I can't have this. It's too expensive. Put everything there. Do a brain dump. Translate it. And it doesn't matter if the story is perfect. We're not looking for a perfect story. We're looking for a first draft. Now, finally, step five. Having done the first four steps, that's having the right attitude to approach in our business. That's having a goals identified as having a clear story, and that's also now translating that story into financials, we then review that. And this is where the power of a story plan, a financial plan comes into effect if you do it the right way. Now, for me, I draw that parallel with writing a blog. Dump it out there, put all the words on the paper, put all your ideas. You may have some shape behind it. It doesn't matter if it doesn't read perfectly. Do not edit as you go along. If you're somebody who literally proofreads each sentence as they write it, you're going to take forever to get to the end point. Dump it all down, go away, come back to it, and then you can start editing, you can start shaping it, and you can tighten up that blog article. You do the same with your financial plan. So for clients that I work with, we typically go through three or four iterations. The first cut can be rough, can be ready, can be ridiculous, it doesn't matter. It's much easier to come back to something and think, ah, if I look at the shape of my financial plan, it's going to put me in a situation where perhaps I'm not going to have enough money to begin with. What can I do then to go back and shape it up? Once you've got something in front of you, it's easier to edit it. It's easier to fine tune that, easier to think about the things that could go well and things that could go wrong. If you're suddenly finding that you're short of cash at certain times of the year, then it gives you the opportunity to challenge the costs, challenge your assumptions. And as you go through, you'll refine the story and it will click in terms of what's going on in that financial story plan. So folks, I hope you found this a really useful five-step approach to producing your business financial plan. If you find that you could do with some additional supports, you could do with some additional help, well, check out the show notes, the link to the Numbers Know How site on the Numbers Know How platform. We've got a platform, an online platform that's evolving. It's a community that we're building up whereby businesses, individuals, can actually produce their own online plan, bulk upload features, graphs, charts, 
good ways to actually get that, or you can get involved in a one-to-one -one program. If that's something of interest to you, then let me know. Failing that, if you found this episode useful, I'd love it if you could share some comments, perhaps share it with those you think will benefit from that. Until next week, folks, think about your story and start writing your story today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. We hope you got some value. If you did, then we'd love it if you shared the episode. We look forward to you joining us next week for another I Hate Numbers episode. Hold up. 